Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. just heard protesters at the Bands Off Our Bodies rally in Washington, D.C. One of the many demonstrations that broke out across the U.S. over fears that the legal right to abortion may soon be overturned. That's because on May 2, a leaked U.S. Supreme Court draft opinion showed that the body's conservative majority actually voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. And that's nearly five decades after the landmark ruling that recognized the constitutional right of women to have abortions. I'm Bella Perez-Rubio, Puma Podcast. As of this recording, abortion is still legal in the U.S., but this could all change come June or July. And if the Supreme Court does strike down the right to choose, it will be doing so against the wishes of roughly two-thirds of Americans, according to recent polls. The precarious state of Roe v. Wade has made international headlines too, and for good reason. Back home, sexual and reproductive justice activist Chip Belongwell says a sudden ban on abortions in the U.S., could cause a ripple effect in other parts of the world. If you have something like this happening in the United States, it signals other governments and anti-rights actors to push for, I guess, even more regressive measures and anti-rights measures in countries where maybe significant progress on reproductive rights and abortion is already being experienced. Because, you know, Basically, what this tells us, that long-established rights, like Roe versus Wade, can still be reversed. It gives the impression that, you know, women's rights, reproductive rights, are still up for debate. Especially if it happens in a country, you know, that enjoys a good reputation as a major economy and modern democracy. Ship also pointed out that while overturning Roe versus Wade would be very significant, the rolling back of women's reproductive rights isn't by any means new in the U.S. They still experience rollbacks at the state level where, you know, um, state officials, particularly coming from the Republican Party, are always trying to push the limits of Roe versus Wade and trying to shorten the weeks in which uh, abortion is available or by reducing the cases in which a woman or a person who can get pregnant can avail abortion. Some rollbacks as of recent, for example, in September last year, I believe that we had the Texas Heartbeat Act, which imposed an abortion ban on the people of Texas and said that abortion would only be available up 
to the first heartbeat, even if that concept is erroneous, right? So effectively, it lets people access abortion only up to six weeks from conception, which is problematic because, you know, at that point, usually people don't know that they're pregnant. Um, just recently, I think it even followed the leak of the draft ruling, what happened in Oklahoma, where, where now th- that's the most regressive one, right? Where you can only access abortion to save the life of the pregnant person or if the pregnancy was a result of rape or incest. We're going to pause for a quick break. But when we return, we'll talk about abortion in the Philippines. But first, a message from our sponsors. You've been on top of your game all day. So when you get home, all you want is to de-stress by streaming a virtual concert and wind down by binge-listening episodes of your favorite shows and podcasts. And for that, you need a connection that keeps up with you. That's PLDT Home, the Philippines' fastest home broadband. With a fiber-only plan, you can get up to 100 Mbps of only fiber and whole home Wi-Fi coverage, letting you and your family make the most of what a digital lifestyle has to offer. Find out more about PLDT Home's fiber-only plan and save up to 3,600 pesos and earn up to 200 pesos in cashback. Visit www.pldthome.com fiber. Abortion law in the Philippines is actually one of the most severe in the world. For Filipinos, there is no right to choose. And undergoing or performing an abortion is a criminal offense under all circumstances, with no clear exceptions. Even if, for instance, a child has been found through scans to have serious birth defects and won't survive after birth, the mother still has to carry the baby to full term first. What we have is we've effectively criminalized abortion because it's in the revised penal code that anyone who will have an abortion and the physicians that provide the abortion can be imprisoned up to six years. Mm -hmm. That's in the revised penal code. We also have a law, the reproductive health law, that guarantees post-abortion care. Mm -hmm. So post-abortion care is allowed. I mean, health providers should not be able to deny care, especially in the case of complications after an abortion or um, miscarriage. So they have to provide care in that case, even if abortion is restricted in the Philippines. But as with other countries, this doesn't stop those who need or want an abortion from trying to get one anyway. I think generally the trend is that the rate of abortions is more or less the same in countries where it is legal and available than in countries where it's not. The only difference really becomes that um, in a country with more restrictive laws on abortion, abortion is unsafe. You don't get abortion in an environment perhaps where there is someone that's trained to do it with the right tools there's your problem. So when we talk about legislating for abortion or not, it's really about whether or not you want abortion to be safe or unsafe. 
Locally, the statistics are very grim. Studies show that thousands of women either die or are hospitalized each year as a result of trying to induce abortions without the help of a medical professional. Three women die of unsafe abortion every day. A thousand a year, a hundred thousand hospitalized because of complications. And I think that the number of women having abortions is somewhere around 600,000, maybe more. Why would women risk their lives and their freedom to get these abortions? We ask SHIP again. According to studies, the type of person who will get an abortion in the Philippines is married, poor, Catholic, and already has children. And some of the reasons why they get abortion, obviously from this profile, you can guess, is economic reasons, you know? We already have children. We can't have more. We're poor. We can't take care of this child if we had it. Another reason women try to get abortions is rape. In fact, Ship says, one in eight women who try to get abortions are rape survivors. So right now, what we have are women's groups, women's rights organizations in the Philippines are lobbying for a bill to decriminalize abortion. So that's the strategy our women's rights organizations are taking now. And what that means is we remove the penalties for those who avail of abortions and provide abortions, remove penalties for accessing and provision of abortions in the penal code. Then that makes it clear, right, that you will not get punished if you provide an abortion or if you access an abortion. But SHIP anticipates that the path forward will be long and winding. Neither House of Congress has been able to take it up. And I think, you know, with these things, like the Reproductive Health Law, which, which spent a decade in Congress and probably even longer in civil society, right, before it could get to Congress. It takes, like, years before these things are even taken up, like other women's rights legislation as well. So the movement around, you know, this bill, we're still really trying to gain support and expand support for the bill and include as many sectors as possible. Hi, it's Anna from the Puma podcast team. We're glad you're here. We're excited to build our community with you. And it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, on to your Teka Teka news. So, what happens now? If you're American and you care about abortion rights, there are things you can still do. You can take to the streets, donate to pro-choice organizations, call your elected officials, and vote for politicians who have a track record of defending reproductive rights. But in the Philippines, where abortion remains a taboo subject of conversation, let alone policy, what can be done? Currently, I think Philippine Safe Abortion Advocacy Network has an online petition um, for the Houses of Congress to file the bill to decriminalize abortion. So they can sign that. That's on change.org. They can look it up. They can sign that. They can contact Pinsan if they want to express support in any way. If they're part of an organization 
have their organization engage the advocacy. If they're an individual, maybe even volunteer, just express support about it. Be public about your support, right? Because that's so important. That's a lot in terms of reducing the stigma on the issue. So, you know, when, when people see that people, they know, support the issue, perhaps they'll be more open to it, right? Right on the reasons you support it. Hopefully, if you can, if get published and try to reach as many people about the issue. So, yeah, all kinds of people have a lot to contribute to the issue. You know, use your talents to amplify the issue in any way you can. And that's just it. And you're already already contributing to reducing stigma on abortion. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Preshka Pistrano. Follow Teca Teca and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.